Hi, welcome to On This Day in Tudor History with me, Claire Ridgway. Now today, yet again, I'm taking back to the reign of Queen Elizabeth I. For On This Day in Tudor History, the 19th of December 1583, 23-year-old convicted conspirator John Somerville was found dead in his cell at Newgate Prison. Death was by strangulation and it was said to be suicide. His body was buried in Moorfields and his head was put on display on London Bridge. Let me tell you more about Somerville, the conspiracy he was accused of being involved in, and his death. John Somerville was born in 1560 and was the son of John Somerville of Edston in Warwickshire and his wife Elizabeth Corbett. Somerville was educated at Hart Hall in Oxford. In 1579, following the death of his father, Somerville inherited properties in the counties of Warwickshire, Gloucestershire and Worcestershire, although he never took possession of them as they were to be held by his mother until he was 24. Somerville was married to Margaret Arden, daughter of Sir Edward Arden of Park Hall and his wife Mary Throckmorton. The couple had two daughters together. The Catholic Somerville was in ill health in October 1583 and had been bedridden, but he set out for London with the intention of shooting Queen Elizabeth I and killing her, a woman he described as a serpent and a viper. He was arrested after telling fellow guests at an inn of his intentions. He was interrogated and then he, his in-laws and their priest were imprisoned in the Tower of London. On the 31st of October, Somerville spoke of the trouble of his mind, and it does appear that he was mentally ill. On the 16th of December 1583, Somerville and his fellow alleged conspirators were convicted of high treason. On the 19th of December, Somerville and his father-in-law, Edward Arden, were moved to Newgate Prison. And just hours after their transfer, Somerville was discovered dead in his cell. Although Catholics questioned whether he had committed suicide, with William Allen writing that common opinion was that the poor gentlemen were dispatched of purpose and appointment and for prevention of the discovery of certain shameful practices about the condemnation of his father-in-law. It appears actually, though, that Somerville had been unstable. Allen also wrote of his possible distract of his wits and alienation of his mind. William Sissel, Elizabeth I's chief advisor, wrote of Somerville in his book, The Execution of Justice in England, calling him a furious young man of Warwickshire and explaining that, coming with a full intent to have killed Her Majesty, whose life God always have in his custody, the attempt not denied by the traitor himself, but confessed, and that he was moved thereto in his wicked spirit by enticements of certain seditious and traitorous persons, his kinsmen and allies, and also by often reading of sundry seditious vile books lately published against Her Majesty. And his end was in desperation to strangle himself to death, an example of God's severity against such as presumed to offer violence to his anointed. It's impossible to know whether Somerville had any true intention of harming the Queen, and if so, whether he was mentally ill or manipulated by others. 
Tomorrow, I'll be talking about Somerville's father-in-law, Edward Arden, and what happened to him. Do make sure you're subscribed, click there, and that you've hit the bell so you don't miss his story. Also on this day in Tudor history, the 19th of December 1576, Catherine Palmer, abbess of Sion, died in Belgium. Her death came just over a month after she'd confronted a mob that had broken into her monastery. You can find out more about her, how her order had ended up settling in Belgium, and how her order is the only surviving pre-Reformation religious community in England today, in last year's video. A link to that is in the description. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I do hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can enjoy podcasts on a daily basis. Thank you.